All right, so let's discuss some e-bikes and uh, how to drive them, what the situation is like, and I'm going to give you a few tips and tricks on how to get the most out of your e-bike experience here in China, okay? Now, if you don't know, China has a lot of e-bikes. I would say, uh, unfortunately, it seems like they're dwindling down a bit. I don't know. But as of right now in Hangzhou, it looks like maybe 30% of the people are driving e-bikes while 70% are in cars. Maybe it's more e-bikes than that. Maybe 60-40 cars to e-bikes. I don't know. There's a lot of e-bikes though. And the good thing is the e-bikes, uh, the city has been designed for e-bikes in mind. So you've got your own personal lane for the e-bikes and the bicycles and anything like that. Uh, so pretty much the way it's set up is you have your sidewalk for walking, you have your e-bike lane, and then you've got your car lanes, and that's the situation. Um, so because of this, you it's it can be very convenient to uh, use an e-bike. Uh, e-bikes, I personally would never go with anything else. I go e-bike or nothing for me. Uh, so with that being said, let's jump into how, you know, I've been driving an e-bike for probably two years now, uh, about right at two years. So these are things that I've learned over time of how to do it and pretty much e-bike etiquette, e-bike etiquette and tricks and moves. Okay. So the first one let's discuss is the red light trick. Okay. Now, I learned this probably, I don't know, maybe eight months ago, something like that, maybe. I uh, saw another foreigner do it, actually, and I was like, oh, interesting. And I started doing it, and I haven't turned back. So what this is, is you're going to pull up, okay? And let's say you're driving along in the e-bike lane, and the light turns red, okay? So what do you do? Well, naturally, you're going to wait until it turns green, right? That's, that's just what people do. In China, typically, you can go ahead and just run the red lights. However, there are times when it is a very busy intersection and running a red light ain't going to happen. Okay, it's just not going to happen. Uh, so sometimes you're forced to wait. But there's a, there's a trick that I learned how to get around this. So what you're going to do is you're going to, okay, so it's red. The next step that you're going to do, you're not going to wait. You're going to go left, okay? You're going to go left. It, that's only if, okay? You're going to go left only if the turn signal and the regular red light are both red. However, if the, the regular straight light is red and the turn signal is green, what you're going to do, this is a really cool trick. You're going to turn like you're taking a left, okay? Like you're going with the turn signal. And at the last second... You're going to boom, cut right, and keep going straight, okay? This is a ham trick. Works every time. Now, you will find sometimes, because what you have to do, the, the, the lights here in China, they have a number countdown. So once it gets to 10 seconds, uh, the numbers physically are counting down. So you can see when the light's going to change. So what you do is you, you wait till it hits that 9, okay? As soon as you see the 9, you start going a little bit, okay? Once it gets to like 2-1, usually the cars are going to stop going and you can just boom and cut right in, okay? 
Now, you will find times where cars will be like trying to get that last car in there before it turns red. Those situations can get hairy because you can't really cut at that point because there's too many cars going. So it gets a little hairy and you might just have to go full left and then turn your thing around and then go straight and then take another left. It's, it's confusing. If you saw it on video, you would get it. But that is a very cool trick and it cheats the system every time and it makes it to where you never have to wait at a red light ever again, okay? If both lights are red, what you're gonna do is you're gonna take a left and then you're gonna chill out there until that lane gets the turn signal and then you're going to turn with it. So it's like, you go straight, red light, turn left, chill out and then take another curved left and then boom, you're good to go. So that's a really cool move. I like that move a lot. I use it personally every day. Never have any problems with it. All right, now next is the red light situation when, when there's a big group of people there and they're all stopped on their e-bikes and they're waiting at the red light. What do you do? Okay, so let's say you're driving up and there's like already, let's say 15 to 20 people stopped at the red light and the e-bike lane. The red light looks like it could be changing in about 30 seconds. So knowing that the e-bikes in China, there's a lot of slow A mother effers who drive e-bikes, okay? A lot of them. They'll go about 20 kilometers per hour or less. Typically, you're gonna wanna be going about between 40 and 50 kilometers per hour. That's a good speed, respectable speed, and that's gonna get you where you need to go. Now, you pull up and there's already 15 or 20 people at the red light, you don't wanna be in the back. Because if you're in the back, that means you gotta wait for these slow, generic, mother effing Chinese people to freaking react to, oh, it's green, and then they go, and then they go 20 kilometers per hour, and you can't freaking get by them. So what you wanna do is, you want to squeeze your way to the front of the pack. Now, I can't believe it, but usually this is actually possible. Okay, I, I really cannot believe it because it doesn't seem possible because there's some e-bikes, but usually you can find a little crevice to squeeze in between people and make your way to the front. Uh, in China, they're not real strict about staying behind the white line. You can usually get pretty far past it and nobody's going to care. So yeah, you just squeeze your way to the front of the pack and then you're good to go when that light turns green. You're going to be in the front of the pack, you're going to floor it out of there, and you're going to be on your way. However... You cannot do this if you're gonna go slow. Let's say your battery's really low, and uh, let's say your scooter won't go but 20 kilometers per hour at this point. You stay your A in the back of the pack, because if you freaking squeeze your A through, and you get to the front like, hey, excuse me, sorry, I'm better than you, you peasants. And then you get up there and the light turns green and you go your generic A 20 kilometers per hour, uh, F you. There ain't no reason for you to be at the front of that pack. You sit your generic A in the back with all the other slow peasants who ain't going anywhere. That's what you do. You only go to the front if, and only if, you're gonna be a fast motherbucker. If you're a fast motherbucker, get in the front, enjoy it, have a real good time. Otherwise, get in the back of the line. All right, next. Next we have riding in the car lane. Oh, this is a controversial one. Some people do it. Some people don't do it. I'll tell you right now, I do it. And I'll tell you why I do it, okay? 
I, when I'm on my scooter, and I hate to say this, I know it's going to sound bad, but I view myself as superior to the other riders. Yes, I know that sounds bad. I know it sounds bad. But I view myself as a superior e-bike rider. I have one of the top brand e-bikes. Uh, I keep it washed so it stays fresh. And I know how to drive, okay? I've been all over Asia. I've driven in America. I've got a lot of experience, okay? When I am driving and I see the e-bike lane a bit congested, and then I look to my left and I see the car lane with not a single car on it, I go car lane every freaking time. You ask me, why? Why would you go the car lane? As LeVar Ball likes to say, stay in your lane, bro. And I respect that. And I really do respect that. However, when you're in that e-bike lane, you're having to deal with a bunch of complete morons. Okay, let me just tell you what you got to put up with there. It starts with the mother and the daughter. Oh, boy. So what you're going to have is you're going to have a Chinese mother on an e-bike with her little daughter, probably coming home from school or whatever. They're slow. Okay, they're slow. And the Chinese e-bike riders are so clueless. They have no spatial awareness. They have no awareness, period. So what ends up happening is you come up on them and they're always in the dead center of the lane, okay? And if somebody's in the dead center of the lane, a lot of times it can be very awkward to try to pass them because if you try to go around them, they have no self-awareness and they might slowly, gradually go off to the right or go off to the left. And if they happen to go off where you are, you bucked, okay? You're bucked. And they're going to be like, no. And of course they're clueless because they have no awareness. That's the first person you got to deal with. Second person you have to deal with is the mother effer who has a freaking scooter e-bike trailer system set up. And he's hauling, I don't know, 500 freaking coolers made out of styrofoam. And they take up the entire lane. You can't get around the mother effer. You cannot get around the mother effort. And, it, and those things always go slow. They never go fast. Those things will always cruise along at about 10 kilometers per hour. All right? I ain't got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Don't want to put up with it. Okay? So those are two of the people you're going to meet in the e-bike lane. Person number three is going to be the old mother effer on the bicycle that looks like it's from the 1910s. And they're cruising along at about five kilometers per hour. And you wonder at that point, why are they even riding? Why don't they just walk? You can walk faster than these people are riding. And of course, like everybody else in China, they're clueless. No awareness, no nothing. Okay? It's a nightmare. So for me, I just say, bucket, I'm going the road. I'm going the road. But you can only do the road if you're going fast. If you're going slow, get your A out of the road. You don't belong there, get out. So you got to be very cautious about this. And you can't do the road for too long. You can't just cruise along in the road the whole freaking time. You only do it if you feel like it's necessary because the e-bike lane is a bit chaotic. That's when you do the road. All right, next one. This is a, oh, this is one that really gets to me. And I have a friend that just does not, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. He's a dude from Australia. He has a nice e-bike. Bless his heart. It is nice. But he doesn't get it. Okay? 
This area is called honking your horn. Or I guess we could call it horn etiquette. Okay? I don't know about the other... Actually, I do know about them. Okay? I've been all over Asia, and I've seen how they drive. And in a lot of these Asian countries, they're honking their horns like mother effers. All right? They do it. And they do it a lot, and they don't care. They'll do it over anything. Oh, little something here. Uh-uh. Little something there. Beep, beep. Oh, you didn't go immediately. Beep, 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 beep. It's like, okay, okay, chill out. And because of all this, it's very noisy. It's very chaotic. It's very aggressive. And it's just, more than anything, it's just annoying. Okay, it's just annoying. But here in China, I don't know who came up with the etiquette. But somebody at some point realized, hey, we're not going to be that. We're not going to be the horn honking culture. We're going to be very polite. We're not going to honk the horn. And we're just going to cruise along in silence, which is great. Because in China, you only have e-bikes. You don't have motorcycles. So everything is very quiet anyway. Those e-bikes make zero noise. The cars, you know, cars aren't very loud. Most of the cars in China are new. So what you have is a very silent, peaceful city. And it's really nice. Then you have my friend come along, okay? The dude will honk his horn at anything. At anything, okay? I remember one night I was riding with him. And I did not realize he was a, a horn honker at this point. We, we have to go get his phone that he left at a soccer field or something. And we go in the opposite direction lane, okay? Because it was just a short distance. So we're like, bucket. The entire time. Okay, it was probably 200 meters is how far we went. The entire 200 meters, he's just honking his horn the entire time. The entire time honking his horn. Why would you do that? Are, are we driving with blind people? Are the people blind? What's going on here? They can see your generic A. You don't have to honk your horn. Chill the buck out with your horn. All right? Nobody else is honking their horns. Why are you doing it? Uh, I got to warn the people. I got to do my thing. Now, fuck you, man. We had a peaceful thing going on here where nobody was honking their horns. And then your generic A comes in on your freaking scooter that you paid 9000 quad for. And you honk your A off. And he still does it. The dude does it like a mother effer. Any little situation, he's honking. Let me tell you how you need to handle the horn situation. There should only be a honking of the horn if it is an absolute must. I'm talking if there's no other option, you go with the horn. Otherwise, chill the buck out. Don't do it. Here's a situation where I'm going to honk my horn. You ready? I'm driving along. I'm in the e-bike lane. I come up on two Chinese girls riding bicycles in the e-bike lane, having conversation Clogging up the entire lane. Yeah, that's unacceptable. Sorry, unacceptable. You can't just ride and clog up the whole lane and talk amongst yourselves. So what am I going to do? I'm going to honk. Now, it's not going to be a big honk. It's going to be very subtle. Beep. Very small. Like, you're going to barely press that thing for a split second, and then they'll hear something, and they'll say, oh, no, we got to go. That's it. That's it. If you honk more than that, you're an a-hole. And you're ruining the Chinese e-bike situation. My friend in that situation would be like, and then finally that movie, he's like, it's like, fuck you, man. 
God. Put a damper on everybody's day. Nobody wants to listen to your gay horn. All right. Sorry. So horns, chill out with the horns in China. Don't do it. All right. Next up. Now, nobody's going to be offended by your horns, by the way. They're, they're going to be fine if you honk your horns. But I've noticed that nobody does it. So it's like, well, why should I do it? You might have a bit of an annoyance situation where it's like, oh, the guy's kind of in your ways in the middle. You can't get around him. Find a way around him. And if you just absolutely can't find a way, then yeah, honk your horn, but do it very mild. Anyway, moving on. Next up we have, oh boy, we have rainy days. Okay, how do you how do you handle rainy days? All right. Me personally, now I'll tell you what the Chinese do. They get a uh uh what do you call those things? A poncho? It's kind of like a really rugged, durable poncho that you know you can use over and over and over. That's what the Chinese do. They ride rain, shine, snow, whenever, wherever they're riding, and they wear the ponchos. Now, I don't wear the ponchos for multiple reasons, but the main reason is because it just oh, it's you got to put on an article of clothing. And when you get off the e-bike, you can't just walk around with the poncho. So you got to take it off. <gasps> Sorry. You got to take it off, find somewhere to put it. It's just an annoyance. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's ugly. Oh, it's ugly. And it's just, ugh, it's bulky. Oh, God. Get it out of here. I don't want it. Okay. My friend does it. He says it's great. I would never. But that's just me. I'm not going to judge you if you do it. Me personally, what I do is there's these see-through umbrellas here in China that you can get for like a buck fifty. There's see-through umbrellas. You can get them at a quickie mart and they're a dime a dozen and you can see through them. They're, they're completely clear and they're plastic and you can just open those up, put it in front of you. Now, don't get me wrong. I never thought I'd be the type that to use an umbrella on a e-bike or a scooter, but I do it and I have no shame. You put it in front of you as if it's like a windshield and you just lean over and hold it with one hand and then ride with one hand. So therefore, all the water is hitting the umbrella and going over you rather than hitting you. Honestly, it's really nice. The only times where it's a downfall is if it is badly raining, like really badly raining, you end up getting a little wet. Or if it's cold, like really, really cold, uh, then your hand starts to get pretty cold. Unless you have a glove on, then you'll be fine. Or lastly, is at nighttime. At nighttime, you'll find it, it's really difficult to see through the umbrella. Because like the lights from the street lights will glitter off of the water on the umbrella, and it just makes it like super difficult to see. So I have had some close calls where I'll be driving along, and like somebody will come out of nowhere, and I won't see them, and uh, you almost hit them. So that's... It's a bit scary, but I do it, and it works, and I'm going to keep doing it. I've only got a little bit more time here, so I'm going to keep rocking it. Uh, next up we have is hitting people. Okay, how to hit, handle a situation if you hit people. Now, this is crucial because at some point, you will hit somebody. I can almost guarantee it, uh, whether it's a pedestrian walking or whether it's another e-bike. Somebody's getting hit, okay? I did this one time, actually. Uh, I hit a girl on a bicycle, and she was one of those adorable Chinese girls where it's like, oh, this girl's so cute. She does nothing wrong. You know, dressed very modest and just adorable. 
and I was riding along, and she was in a. The, the problem with the Chinese people, they're so unpredictable. When they're riding their freaking bikes or their e bikes in these e bike lanes, you don't know where they're going. They'll just be riding normal, and it's like, oh, okay, cool, 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 okay, so I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna go random. And then it's like the last second, they're like, ooh, and they just drift off to the way that you're going. It's like, dude, don't be unpredictable. Don't be unpredictable. Because the way tr driving is in China, the guy in the front has no responsibilities. He can cut you off. He can do whatever he wants. And that's fine. No problems there. Nobody's going to care about it. The guy in the back has to be responsible for everything because he's the one that can see everything. So if he sees you doing something, he needs to make an adjustment and get around you. But it's hard sometimes because you'll be going and they're just, I'm telling you, they're unpredictable. They're very unpredictable. So you'll be trying to get around him, and then boom, I bumped into the girl, and she ends up falling off her bike, and it was very awkward, and I, I stopped, and I was like, hey, are you okay, are you okay, blah, 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 you know, she didn't speak English, and you know, I helped her up and got her back on her bike and got her on her way. But with the Chinese, this can be a bit, uh, a bit dangerous, okay, it can be a bit dangerous, because the Chinese, you know, I hear this, I don't know if it's true, but apparently they're all about the, oh, you need to pay me money. Oh, I'm hurt. You need to pay me money. You know, typical bullcrap. Trying to scam you out of some money. So in certain situations, like if it's a full-grown man and you barely bump him and like clearly he didn't get hurt, I say just get the buck out of there. Just keep going as if nothing happened. But if it's an adorable little Chinese girl where it's like, oh, so cute. You need to stop and help her. She won't try to get money from you anyway. So yeah, I say be careful. My advice, be careful. Certain situations, make a run for it. Other situations, stop and help them out. I'd say women, stop. Men, just go on with yourself. Um, and lastly, what we're going to go with is the lane walkers. And we're going to try to fit this in real quick. So in China, there's people who walk in the e-bike lane for no bucking reason. And they never look and they're never aware. For some reason, they walk there assuming that there's not any e-bikes there. I don't know where they got this idea. And what ends up happening is you, you they're walking, not paying any attention to you. And there will be like four in a freaking row and you can't get around them. And it's like, good gosh, move. You, you almost want to call them animals, but you don't want to be mean. But it's like, F it. There's a sidewalk, you dumbass. And yeah, with those people, be rude to them. Honk their horn, give them a dirty look, get by them, do what you got to do. Buck those people. Uh, but that's it, guys. That's going to be it. I hope you enjoy and I hope you learn how to ride an e-bike in China. I'll talk to you next time on The Real Good Podcast.